0: podcast that you can catch live on Twitch every Wednesday at 8 p.m. Eastern, as well as on podcast services and YouTube every Thursday. My name is AJ Fraser, and today I am joined by the man, the myth, the legend, Alexander Cozina. Hey, hey, hey. And our head of HR, Mr. Nathan McInerney. Hi, I hope everybody's having a good day. Yeah, me too. Um, now before we get started, as a reminder that as always we here at press YYZ stand against discrimination of any kind. Well we appreciate however you choose to give back to our show there is no better way to support us than by being excellent to each other. Elephant in the room the picture the picture behind me speaking of being excellent to each other um, I think we need to, before we even get into housekeeping or anything, kind of get into a little bit of what's going on in the world and how we are currently feeling about it. Um, in, in, in the event you were listening to this uh, well into the future, um, this past week, Russia decided that they, this time for real, they would be invading the Ukraine. And uh, it's incredibly shitty. Uh, shitty, shitty world to be living in. Um, we also, we also have to acknowledge, I think, kind of that everybody's paying attention to Russia invading Ukraine when this happens in a lot of other places around the world a lot of the time as well. Like, I, th- I think we as cisgender, straight, white uh, men, do also need to acknowledge that that privilege that, that it's currently also happening with regards to that whole uh, situation. Um, I, I saw a, a Twitter thread a couple of days ago that kind
1: of encapsulated what you're feeling right now. It was a guy being like, like, look at all these uh, news out, uh, headlines, and it's just like, this is a true attack on democracy. This is a kind of true you know, threat to the stability of world peace. And it's like, Where were these headlines when so many of the other conflicts that have happened around the world uh, over the past few years?
0: Yeah, like normally, normally it's one of those things where, you know, you know, you might catch a headline or or something like that. Oh, missiles in the Middle East struck this building and this happened or whatever. And then everybody carries on with their lives Um, at war. War is shitty. Uh, All of this is shitty uh i'm sorry it has to take something like this for me to change my background here um but uh, you know i recognize my privilege in this moment um with regards to that um but yeah uh i i, I think it goes without saying that you know i stand with ukraine on this one um fuck vladimir putin Fuck Bobby Kotick, but also fuck Vladimir Putin. Um, yeah, it's just kind of an overall shitty situation. Nathan, how, uh, what What are your thoughts? What, what's your take?
2: It's been a weird week. Um, so I don't know if I was on the podcast when I said this last week. Uh, maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Tell me if I did. But I was coming home the other night and we had those dummies driving down the streets with the Canadian flags and their cars honking like they're supporting the freedom or the the freedom convoy. And those people piss me off right now. They'd already pissed me off. They pissed me off more Um, because in Ukraine and with what's going on in Ukraine and specifically as well as Russia, protesters are being swept off the streets. That shows what is not real freedom. Yeah. Um, And I'm so fed up with it. Uh, People can't pay attention to what's going on elsewhere and understand how good we have it. Um, Specifically, the stuff in Ukraine is disturbing. The stuff in Russia, I feel bad for the people in Russia. Um, It's uh, like this is one madman who is trying to accomplish this. And I don't normally wish ill upon people, but... I will wish ill upon Putin.
0: So I, I, I definitely think, um, I forget, I forget who said it, but there is somebody, I think, I think it was somebody of the Ukraine, like a, a Ukrainian diplomat of some sort trying to like plead to the world, um, to, to intervene more and get Russia to stop. Um, But he said something along the lines of if Putin wants to commit suicide, he should, rather than threatening nuclear war, he should do what the last guy did and trap himself in a, lock himself in a bunker and and do it the way the last guy did in, you know, 1945. Um, And... Yeah, I kind I kind of concur. When, when an authoritarian political leader like Putin for years can get away with the mysterious disappearances of any and all opponents of his authority, um, and whoever you know, it it's just so obvious, so blatantly obvious, but like, without any, like, like you, you need the smoking gun to be able to do anything about it. And I think, unfortunately, what it had to take was him literally invading the Ukraine thinking it was going to be, you know, a one to two day thing and everybody was just gonna whatever. But by the sounds of it, by the looks of it, the Ukrainians are, are, are strong. They're, they're doing they're doing great, um, as well as they could be. Um, also, like shout out to um, President uh, Zelensky of the Ukraine. Yeah. Um, just however many years ago, he was basically just a stand-up comedian, um, and now he is, you know, leading he leading the defend the defensive battle of that the biggest defensive battle that we've really um i'm gonna say that that we've seen but you know as i mentioned earlier things like this have happened all over the world since and you know given given our position in the world you know it's it's been very unfortunately easy to ignore but um he he's doing absolutely fantastic and he had that one great great line where uh you know the u.s i guess had offered him transport out of the country and he said uh no don't don't send me a taxi send me ammunition because he's gonna stay there and fight if it comes down to it for his country and that's amazing
1: yeah one uh political commentator uh that i was uh following on twitter kind of pointed out like the thing about him is his years of experience as a comedian has definitely kind of prepped him well, well, as well as he could be prepped for a war like this, where, like, he does not have the muscle that Russia has. His mm-hmm. forces are definitely uh, outnumbered and outgunned uh, compared to the uh, overbearing uh, power of uh, the Russian army that's bearing down on them. But his kind of years as a exper- of experience as a comedian and entertainer is definitely mm-hmm. exactly... You know, given him a charisma that is allowing him to kind of win not the physical war, but like the kind of war of the minds of the people uh, that's going on. Not that I think it would be particularly difficult for him to win this war, even if he what didn't come from that background.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah. So, you know, unless you guys have anything else to say on the the issue specifically. Um, I, I'm, I'm good to move on if you guys are. There's no easy way to transition to anything. No. After um, this. Um, I did want to just
1: very kind of briefly say like this, uh, the conflict uh, currently going on in the Ukraine, it doesn't exactly hit closely to home, um, mm-hmm. but I do have, I did have uh, a grandmother and a grandfather who both came from Slovenia Mm which is a former Soviet republic uh, Mm -hmm. that fell to communism at the end of the Second World War. Uh, Nowadays, Slovenia, uh, the current kind of political and geographical situation of the country is such that like, if Russia uh, should win the war and take over Ukraine, Slovenia isn't like even next on the chopping block or like the second next, but like I, there is, you know, this sort of feeling of kind of kinship that i think i can kind of recognize uh, in the people going on there and what they're kind of experiencing uh even though it is you know removed by quite a few generations of people and me and uh, quite a few years so my my heart goes out to them
0: mm-hmm. yeah well said um yeah there's no easy way to transition or move forward we are, we're gonna talk a little bit more um with regards to the gaming space because this is a video game podcast um and just a couple of gaming related uh ukraine stories before we move on uh fully but uh a little bit of housekeeping first um our yyz reviewee of unpacking will be next week um if you look on my twitter feed um you know, there's a a good video of, of Rachel playing, playing a little bit of it. Um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, see if I can, uh, rope her into, uh, sitting in, in, in my place instead while, uh, while we, uh, while, while everybody talks about it because, you know, we, we, we sat down to play it. It was really, it went by really quick. Um, and, uh, You know, I did a little bit of the clicking, but she did basically all of it. So um yeah, it was uh super fun. Um, And
1: Rachel was great last time that she was on Press Y Z on the twelve hour uh extra live stream. So Mm -hmm. I'm really looking forward to having her back on and hearing what she has to think about the game. Yeah, Yeah. you
0: almost lost your job. We almost brought her in. I I know, I know, and yeah, I'm I'm going to put put that on the line again (laughs) i'm willing to do that how how it just worked out is i just told her that you know her and i have some homework to do um and so we sat down and the hours just melted away uh when we, we were playing it so um there's a little bit of a tease on how how we thought and what we felt um about it um Number two on our housekeeping list, uh, Nathan, you're going to be streaming uh, Lego Dimensions tomorrow. How's that going so far? So last week we
2: visited the world of Doctor Who and uh, the Lego Ninjago world. It was a lot of fun. Um, Mm -hmm. So I've played this game before, but really until I get to the worlds, I can't remember what's next or what's coming up. Yeah. Um, so it's like playing it fresh again in a lot of ways. Um, That's awesome. yeah, no. So it's a lot of fun. The fact that I've been in Lego Ninjago, the Doctor Who world, the Simpsons and the Wizard of Oz just shows you how much depth this game has. Uh, so mm. it's a lot of fun. Um, per, may, might be one of the best crossovers ever made.
0: I mean, yeah, by, by the, by like, not only like the crossover of Lego and video games, which has always been kind of pretty good for the most part, but, um, taking all of those worlds and not just Harry Potter, not just star Wars or what have you. And like, mm-hmm. really like there was a, there, there was a Jurassic park one as well. Wasn't there?
2: Yep. There's Jurassic park yeah.
0: characters portal. Yeah. They got portal too. <laughs> amazing. Uh, yeah. amazing. Uh,
1: I will say it is a little bit, you know, I was kind of sitting here and remarking that like nowadays I feel like it is so much the norm that we expect all of these sort of crazy crossovers to happen because games like Fortnite have crossover Mm -hmm. with every witch franchise under the sun. But worth pointing out this game came out before Fortnite and was doing all these crazy cross collabs well before it. So I feel like that's definitely worth something that, nowadays that appreciation is kind of lost
0: Mm -hmm. yeah for sure um and number three uh nathan you have a brand new twitch channel what's happening
2: well okay so maybe saying it's brand new isn't a hundred percent correct but um i've had this twitch channel forever and just have done nothing with it because when i I started you
0: tried to I remember you tried to stream a little bit of Forza like a long time ago, like all on your own, like not on this channel, but like yeah, on your own. Uh, yeah.
2: yeah, and that, that that's what I did with it. And then I was like, nah, maybe it's not for me. And then really for the past year, I'd like to think I've been pretty consistent almost every Thursday night streaming. Yeah. Um, so I, I feel pretty solidly about that, and I've realized that with my wife working early, the early morning, she does. She's in bed at like nine o'clock. Why aren't I streaming more? So yeah, um, I don't want to clog up the press YYZ channel with streaming more nights a week. Um, so I'm going to be migrating and getting my own channel launched. Uh, I'm excited. I'm hoping you guys can follow um mm-hmm. for everybody watching and listening give me a follow i want to boost uh my follow numbers up there um i'm still going to stream on press yyz on thursday nights for a little while but i think i will migrate over and then have us host me is that how
0: that works sure am i saying that right yeah you yeah, have to do, do that th- you can't auto host anymore but you could yeah you, ha- you would have to do it manually but yeah that's possible okay um
2: so if you still want to come watch me on press why you can um if you don't want to come to my channel
1: i have a question uh your twitch channel which by the way is twitch.tv slash uh the underscore nmac uh the last activity that you did on the channel uh according to the header uh on it at the moment is morning 10k on my treadmill this is in the fitness and health category can we expect any more uh treadmill streams albeit nightly treadmill streams probably not i so i do my running in
2: the morning typically here's the honest truth um i wish i'd gotten this going earlier i tried doing it and i had an issue with the camera i was using it froze up when i was doing it um i've got it figured out now because i've been able to get the lego cam working properly when i've done that setup because it would be the same setup, except the camera tripod and the phone pointing towards the treadmill um but we're like two weeks away from my feet being able to hit cement and actually Mm -hmm. run outside which is my preferred method of running so probably Mm. not um but when we come back to winter or if it's raining i might throw the treadmill on
1: i I really hope by the way I really hope you're correct about it being two weeks because this past week has seen so much snow, at least here in Montreal, so much snow. And I hope that this is just a, a fluke before the April showers
0: come and melt everything away. Mm-hmm. Speaking of speaking of treadmill. Um, so the the condo building that I'm living in um, with all the new with all the restrictions loosening up with regards to covid protocol and stuff. Yep. I. Um, We now have uh, free access to the gym of the building again. Ooh, a guy. And so today, I, I went, uh, I went and just got onto a treadmill myself and went for a really long walk on a bit of an incline. Nice. Um, You know, it it was, and I I was going fast enough to like get my heart rate to like one forty and and work up a bit of a sweat. Um, So, you know, that was good. good. Um, That's awesome. Yeah. But I I decided to try and do a little bit of an experiment because um, there isn't Wi-Fi in the gym itself, but in a neighboring amenity room, uh, they they call it the boardroom, um, there is just open Wi-Fi. And so I was like, okay. So I took... My phone and my Razer Kishi down. Um, <laughs> and I attempted to play some Halo stri- streaming with the Xbox cloud streaming. Um, and, uh, it didn't go, it didn't quite go so well because oh. like, I, like I didn't even like last a full match or like get even like I barely re- like, 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 10 seconds into the match because I was getting too focused in the game. I started walking slower and the, the bit that you clip on yourself so that the treadmill stops, if you fall, yep, um, got Use triggered that. and pulled out. Yeah. It pulled out. So as it should, I, yeah, as it should. Um, and so I, so I just decided, okay, you know what? Maybe I can't multitask on this treadmill just yet. So, um, wait wait it,
2: i i thought of something very funny to say
0: the treadmill got pulling out
2: yeah the treadmill's got good pullout game
0: yep yeah it was very sensitive and worked very well <laughs> i'm the worst Ba-da-ba-ba- yep i'm glad you said it all right um and that's gonna do it for um housekeeping um so let, let's um let's get into uh what's new a little bit um cozy you finished birth by sleep
1: yeah and not much else over the course of the uh, past week nathan i'm very sorry that i did not get a chance to finally check out lego dimensions myself i composed a tweet earlier today in which i stated hey here are the 10 or so games that i want to work on over the course of the next two months and i specifically put lego dimensions down in that tweet because i really want to commit to it so that we can both talk about the game a little bit um But yeah, nevertheless, I did beat all three main character paths in Birth by Sleep. I have not completed the final episode or the secret episode, which is unlocked by beating the final episode. Uh, I mean, not much to say about it. I still really enjoy that game and had a great time. Let me tell you, getting the platinum in Birth by Sleep is a tremendous grind. And it's a pretty fun, tremendous grind because combat in the Kingdom Hearts games is traditionally just a lot of fun. And in birth by sleep, it's especially a lot of fun, uh, with all the cool neat little, uh, mechanics and, uh, abilities you have that you can collect and pull off in it. But, uh, I've decided that I'm going to, from here on out, just sort of milk this game over the course of the next couple of months, instead of trying to make a beeline to getting that platinum, because it's going to take quite some time for me to do so. Uh, and yeah, that's all I have to say about
0: birth by sleep. At yeah. least for now. Awesome, awesome. Um, yeah, um, and then um, in this uh, related to the Ukraine stuff, um, I put a, a news article in here, and I'm just going to read a little bit. Um, so this is from uh, the the news article itself is uh, from GameSpot. Uh, Cameron Koch, cock, cock, coke. I apologize uh, for butchering your name. Um, yeah, so the the headline is: This War of Mine dev is donating profits to Ukrainian Red Cross. Um, so that means essentially, if you buy the game, This War of Mine, uh, on any uh, any platform, regardless, um, the the developer is sending giving all of their profits away to the ukrainian red Red cross um i also read separately that um if you were to buy it on gog um gog would even donate their cut to the ukrainian red cross as well so um i don't know how many more days are left you might have until Friday I think February 24th yeah. they posted that so it's um it,
1: it's a little confusing because yeah they posted it on February 24th but yep. February of course famous for only having 28 days so yep. it still works out it's still valid yep. as of today
0: yeah so as of today as of um, Thursday the 3rd and I guess until the, the Friday it would be because that's about 7 days later um. Yeah, um, so I'm, d- I'm just going to read a little bit of this article here. Um, After weeks of escalating tensions, the Russian invasion of neighboring Ukraine has begun. In response, the developer of the anti-war indie game This War of Mine will be donating profits to the Ukrainian Red Cross to help Ukrainian civilians caught in the crossfire. 11-Bit Studios, the developer of This War of Mine and Frostpunk, announced on Twitter that it stands against the Russian invasion but words were not enough without a meaningful act and that's why the studio will be directing all profits from the sales for this war of mine over the next week to the Ukrainian Red Cross to directly support the video games of the video the victims of the war in Ukraine. Um, and I'm just going to read the, the, the post that they put with the tweet um, uh, from 11-Bit Studios here. Um, 11-Bit Studios' team statement. Today, Russian military forces attacked the free country of Ukraine, our neighbors. As a Polish game studio and the creators of globally recognized anti-war game, This War of Mine, one that directly speaks about the suffering and misery of civilians who are affected by war, we'd like to hereby announce our company statement. We stand against the Russian invasion of Ukraine. Just words would be just words would be empty without a meaningful act though, and the timing is crucial. So the act is as follows. For the next 7 days, all profits from this War of Mine, all its DLCs on all stores and platforms will go to a special fund. A week from now, this money will be donated to the Ukrainian Red Cross to directly support victims of war in the Ukraine. Let this message resonate with everything you know about this war and how war kills people, devastates their lives and homes. Let us players and developers together do everything we can to support victims of war in Ukraine sincerely all the people of 11 bit studios so oh and they also have on here hashtag fuck the war which i agree fuck the war um yeah have you guys either of you guys ever played or seen any footage of uh this war of mine
2: i'm aware of the game i believe it was free on ps plus at one point
0: yeah Yeah. possibly so you might
2: already have
1: have it yeah i think i might have it in my collection as well for that reason
0: yeah um yeah so it it's been years since i've actually um played it Mm -hmm. uh so it it, it's it's definitely kind of a a dark game it's it's very 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 difficult um uh, not very difficult but like It's emotionally difficult and a little emotionally draining, but it's also difficult uh, in terms of, like, gameplay. Because, like, you start as, like, a a character of some sort. um, And you have to essentially try... You're trying to survive. It's not a survival game. But, um, like, in this 2D uh, structure, you're kind of, like, exploring, like bombed out buildings um, where there may or may not be like other survivors in there. And Mm -hmm. sometimes you got to talk to those other survivors and try to negotiate with them. Um, If I remember correctly, there was one where um, I had to go get some food so that I could feed my children or whatever. And so I snuck into this building where I knew there were, where, uh, where I knew there was other people and um living there and you sneak around the 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 area and try to like get in and out without being caught um and you overhear like the conversation that these other people are having and you realize these are just two elderly people who did not ask for this war or did not you know Mm -hmm. want this or anything like that and they are like doing their best to survive by sharing what little rations they have left um, and, you know, you kind of have a choice to make. You could leave and risk, you know, your your children or whatever, like, f- dying of hunger. Or you could uh, hold these uh, elderly folk up and, you know, steal their food from them. Um, the, there's a lot of choice in it. Um, it's overall, like, a really, really good interesting concept and it like really well portrays like kind of like the re to an extent the realities of of warfare and like the real the real fallout of it and like what it means for the people war actually affects because you know it does it nine times out of ten it doesn't affect the people it needs to affect who are the people on top making those Poor decisions to even go to war um but um you know it it really affects the, the the all of the 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 normal people out there um so yeah do you guys have any interest in 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 playing it after like the little bit of footage we just saw and and whatnot or you know, it's
1: funny. Uh, earlier in the first article that you went through from GameSpot, um, yeah. you mentioned how this developer was behind Frostpunk. Uh, yeah. I remember Frostpunk back in the day being kind of a cult indie hit, and mm-hmm. I had not known that uh, this studio was also responsible for that game. And knowing that they are uh, were responsible for Frostpunk has actually gotten me more interested uh, in this game as well. Obviously, everything that yeah. you said sounds great, and I... Uh, play the trailer a minute ago, and that looked great itself. But knowing that they also come from this legacy of, you know, making uh, these other great games like Frostpunk yeah. actually has got me kind of intrigued.
0: To yeah, be Fr- Frostpunk uh, came out after, but um, in in like similar ways that like Frostpunk kind of gets like emotionally dark with, you know, you if you guys if you want your when you're building your your Frostpunk. Front punk city um if you want your people to survive you might have to enable a law that allows child labor right
1: mm. so
0: you know it's about they're really good at doing getting kind of like the balance between reality and mor- morality um in, in their gameplay and it's uh you know I, th- I think it's really affecting how they do it what about you nathan
2: this is one of those games where I guess I can give it a try. Um, the dark subject matter really isn't my jam typically. Yeah. Um, which is why I haven't played it. And it's not that it's just, it's hard. Yeah. It's one of those games that I know isn't going to be fun. Yeah. Um. And it's hard for me to play things
0: like that sometimes. Um, That's fair totally fair. Yeah. Everybody goes through different, everybody goes through, Is going through something different and it's not always easy for anybody to put themselves in that mindset. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, another, another thing I I saw online about, um, I think it was a, a Reddit comment. Like people were, people were commenting on like, some photos of like some of the devastation that's happening and like people are like oh man i can't really look at that you know it's really hard for me it's just like sometimes like i think you this isn't an old joke i promise i think you with your 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 experience over the years right having seen a lot like millennials have grown up and gone through like three or four world like, once-in-a-lifetime world events um, where where bad shit fucking happens. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's one of those that people who haven't experienced all that stuff, you know, if they have a hard time looking at that stuff, that's the stuff they need to be looking at. Yeah. So that it gets kind of ingrained in their head like it's ingrained in our head. Like, no, this is the reality of the situation. Um, mm-hmm. So that hopefully that can prevent more of that happening in the future but i digress um yeah i don't know if there's much else to talk about um go play this war of mine go buy it before uh you know this this thing this thing is up it's like it's not on sale it's just all the profits are going to a good cause and they're going to help they're going to help the real people on, on the ground who who are are being hurt by what's going on
2: if you in, already Ukraine. sorry i was going to say too if you already own, own it on playstation um actually it's on sale it. on playstation it's 539 you can oh, yeah? still buy it yeah it's on sale for 539 yeah. on the playstation i, store I was going to
1: mention I remember that being a weird issue that PlayStation had for a very long time where you couldn't purchase games that you had, uh, quote unquote, for free via yeah. PlayStation Plus, but they fixed that like a few years back. I was yeah. just checking to see because it talked about
2: DLC, but I actually don't see any DLC whatsoever for it.
0: Um, okay, that's weird because I know there is DLC on the on uh, PC, which is where I played it, but oh, maybe it's oh, Wait.
2: Uh, okay, so I think the console version probably included the DLC.
0: Oh, that would make sense. When yeah, it came it out, it sense. probably launched
2: on PS cuz it says this were mine the little ones. And that was yep. the DLC, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, and that's, that, that that's what that pushed would, me away from it. It was the children aspect.
0: Yeah, that's uh, that yeah, the
2: the children aspect was really hard. Yeah.
0: Pop Papa Bear Nathan, don't yeah, don't. Yeah. J- it, don't force it but yeah. i re- i would recommend for five bucks buy it mm-hmm. then you have it for if and when you are ready yep to play That's it fair. um maybe one day maybe one day like as hard as it would be like your your kids might have questions about you know what does war really mean like what is it you know what what is its purpose and you can at the very least communicate without getting showing them like real bad pictures of like soldiers and stuff like you could theoretically communicate this sort of thing uh via something a little more palatable like a video game Mm -hmm. video games are great yep yeah
1: they're definitely capable of doing things that other mediums can always do very successfully and i think this is an example of a game that manages to do just that for
0: showing the as you said atrocities of war absolutely absolutely all right um once again there's no (laughs) real easy way to transition away from uh that sort of subject um But uh, what do you guys say we get on to our topic of the show?
1: Uh, Before we do that, can you give me a solid two minutes so I can do a bathroom break? Yeah, go for it. Can I talk about some wrestling news in the meantime? Yes, you may. Let's talk wrestling. Go for it. So
2: AEW, um, Tony Khan's company, has just announced uh, live on television that they have bought Ring of Honor. What is Ring of Honor? It's a small indie promotion. Uh, okay. That was, sorry, it was small. That's where people, Yeah, I know you're not big into wrestling, but if you've heard of Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson or CM Punk or Samoa Joe. CM Punk is a name that rings a bell. They all started in Ring of Honor. And okay. it's been going on for like 20 years. Um, they've had financial struggles for a little while now. The pandemic really did a number on them. Um, I believe it. So, and their wrestlers kind of... They uncontracted all their wrestlers. Yeah. So...
0: Okay.
2: Um, so, yeah, no, they... Uh, so, Tony Khan has just announced he is buying Ring of Honor, or has bought Ring of Honor. Uh, okay. Which is kind of amazing, honestly. And this kind of solves a problem AEW has um, because they've been bringing a lot of wrestlers on and don't have enough TV time to put all these wrestlers in. So... Um, I,
0: I mean, I guess it's better than WWE getting them too, right? Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, WWE typically them.
2: doesn't buy companies, but yeah, no, they've just been ruining everybody. Um, ironically, I'm about to buy their new video game because uh, that's what I want to be streaming uh, yeah. next week. Um, so, but yeah, Ring of Honor now owned by A- the AEW group. So it's really <laughs> interesting
0: and I'm curious to see what that looks like well good for those guys for being able to at the very least survive long enough with uh with with the economy the way it's been um ah. to be even be bought so yeah I'm kind of surprised it happened like that oh hey Justin's in the chat hey Justin uh
2: yes wrestling the minor league yes reign of honor uh, there's a lot of people who exist in today's wrestling and they came up through reign of honor um and it's a cool okay. little thing. One of the very first matches um, in Ring of Honor on their very first show was Christopher Daniels versus, at the time, Brian Danielson, which is what he's known right now as. And they just did that match again because uh, they are both currently contracted. So, (laughs) anyways, so so sorry. That's me, my soapbox about wrestling. Uh, By the way, I'm going to be streaming WWE 2K22 a lot. So that's what you can look forward to on my streaming channel on my Twitch channel, uh, the underscore and Mac.
0: You need to make us and make us fight and see who comes out on top.
2: I could do something like that. Yeah,
0: that would be fun. I could put you against each other. Oh, yeah. Like that doesn't happen enough. What? (laughs) (laughs) Um, All right. Um, Now. I guess it's time to to for real uh, head on to our topic of the show. So this week we're going to be playing a little bit of a, a game called Rankum. You may have heard of it before. Um and with the recent news of the new Pokemon games, uh Scarlet and Violet. Um they they released some some images of some new starters, some gameplay footage and whatnot of what it's going to look like. Um, But that got us kind of curious. Like, if we were to make a list and rank the best starter Pokemon, how would that list play out? Now, one fatal mistake that... that uh, everybody has... Uh, seem to have uh i don't know wished to up, uh, put upon us or something like that. put up i don't know what I, where i'm going with that i tried to be too fancy um yeah <laughs> it, it may have been a mistake to let me host this one because that means i get to choose based on your suggestions oh i'm gonna have some really good suggestions you better because do you remember
1: aj the last time that you hosted a game of rankin because i was trying to rack my brain before this show and i don't remember the last time that you specifically were the host on this it, i
0: know that it was mitch has done probably, it a lot i've done it a lot it was probably in 2020 at some point because i believe it or yeah. not i haven't hosted too many actual episodes um i believe it because i know um But the, some of the ones that I did, you know, there were, there were like one or two games of Rankum where, where I, uh, definitely hosted, um, Hmm. yeah, so I forget all of the, the rules, uh, to Rankum that we had made up a long time ago. So I think, uh, something that we should do is just sort of make this one up as we kind of go along, or at least I will um okay yeah and it'll and be like
1: the Calvin we'll, ball uh yeah will we'll crappy do a, podcast game shows
0: we'll we'll throw a couple out there we'll see how we're feeling and then we'll we'll see if we can uh change it up a bit um if if we have to um depends on how on, on the the pokemon that you throw my way so we're gonna rank the starters um I used to have a D20 on this desk, but I don't anymore. So hang on one sec. Ugh, yawn. Okay. Did you just say yawn,
2: Nathan? Yes. I yawned and then said yawn.
1: Okay. Were, were you concerned that people wouldn't hear your yawn on the podcast? And so you had to say yawn to make sure they would understand what you were doing?
2: I think it's more a habit. And I don't know why I do that. But yes. Huh? Hey, just so you guys are aware, I did yawn okay you're me yawn now Ugh. Um it's, it's contagious
0: yeah even through the internet apparently okay so um first <sighs> things first I yawned just now oh good job um cozy I need you to pick a number between one and 20 20 Nathan I yep. need you to pick a number between one and 20
2: 19. Okay. Come on. You rolled 17.
0: 17. Okay. So I guess that means, Nathan, (laughs) you're up first. As my son would say, that's a pro gamer move. Yeah, and you nailed it good job price is right what a surprise good job uh before we uh
1: start talking about our favorite starter pokemon do you want to uh briefly mention the uh limits that we're going to be adhering to in terms of what starter pokemon we can nominate
0: um i okay so yeah you can so every pokemon generation has had three main starters but then there's been some of those uh, offshoots like uh, Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee, or Pokemon Yellow, where Pikachu or Eevee were also the um, were also available. Now, um, the, the main starters are, is generally a water, a fire, and a grass type. Um, I'm going to say... Uh, no limits on any of those starters um bonuses are pikachu and eevee do you want to spend those right away i'm gonna leave that up to you are they some of the best starters maybe maybe not we 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 will find out we will get to the bottom of it but i think you have to remember you're speaking to me and my sensibilities on this on this list so nathan yes cozy posted a list in the discord you want to take a look at that you have your your starter picked out i've got my starter picked out this is
2: easy i know lots of stuff and okay i'm probably going to make a lot of stuff up at the same time all right tell me the first one so we are putting in at the number one position my boy else. from Generation 1, Oh, Squirtle. Oh, good start. Also, my first starter. Yep, my first starter too. That's what I played when I got Pokemon Blue. He is the way yeah. to go. Water starters are the best. Um, and Squirtle is and the best of the water starters. Um, he is super cool. He transforms into... Wait, are... Are you just to clarify your ranking? Are you just going based upon their initial evolution or their what they can evolve into? Does that
0: take into effect? I think I think if it if whatever they evolve into is extra stupid, then that might play a factor. But for right now, this stage in the game? Yep. Not not necessarily a factor.
2: Okay. So, let's put it this way. Squirtle sure. Super cool sunglasses.
0: Yeah. That he gets to wear Squirtle
2: around. Squad. Squirtle, Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad. Squirtle Squad. Squirrel Squad. He's probably the most iconic starter. Period. So um and yeah, he's super cool. He's cool. He wears cool sunglasses. I mean, don't you want to
0: have somebody who wears cool sunglasses at the top of the list? I mean Yes. See. But like when I I remember when I was a kid. I didn't like wearing sunglasses because I put sunglasses on because they're supposed to block out the sunlight. Then you look at the sun and your eyes still burn. So they're not very effective. Maybe you didn't have the right type
2: of sunglasses.
0: Yeah, maybe, I guess. Maybe I needed a welding mask. I don't know. If Squirtle is a water type, does he even need sunglasses?
1: Like he should be immune to the heat of the sun's rays. No, they dry him out. He needs them more. Well, he's also wet and moist, so... Yes. Hmm. I don't know, that it. feels like Gen 1 canon back when actual animals lived in the world of Pokemon. So, yeah. anyway, so Squirtle, number one Squirtle. with a
0: bullet. Squirtle is currently sitting at number one. Oh, one thing, you know what? One thing I'm going to do here is I'm going to change the points around. Oh, okay. I didn't think of that beforehand, so I'm going to make similar to our game of the year list. That's how our points are going to work out. Six, five, four, three, two, one. Okay. Good to know. Perfect. Um, Cozy, what is your first starter? That should be on this list.
1: You know, AJ, I thought that with Nathan picking Squirtle right off the bat, I would be incendiary and pick something Uh that would go head to head with his water starter right off the bat. Yeah. But I figured, you know what? Let's let's hold off on some of the more incendiary uh, choices that I have in my pocket uh, until later and start off instead with an actual incendiary Pokemon. Oh. Uh, that being Cyndaquil uh, from Gen 2. Uh, Cyndaquil, uh, the fire type starter from Gen 2. Uh, yep. The pre-evolved form of Quilava. uh He is a fire uh, type, uh, basically, I guess you could say like a mouse. Uh, I know I, that he's it, not a mouse. But what, unfortunately, I'm having one of those brain fart moments. Yeah. An aardvark, uh, an anteater, any one of those like mouse-ish like animals that roam the countryside and very occasionally somehow dig into your kitchen basement. Um, What I love about Cyndaquil is that You know, he kind of has two different modes to him. He has his sort of cute and lovely little mode where there is no fire coming out of his back. And you can just sort of pet him and hold him and cradle him in your arms and treat him like the goodest little rat boy that he is. Or Mm -hmm. uh, when you want to go all out, uh, he can rear up the flames on the back of his body and show his true colors. And those true colors in this case being red, orange and yellow, because he is on fire, baby. He's
0: literally on fire. Um, Yeah, so Gen 2... um, The Gen 2 starters are actually something that holds a very special place in my heart. Um, You know, they weren't my first, but... I definitely had a connection more with Gen 2 than I did... Um, anything that really kind of came after that. Um, But for me personally, Cyndaquil is not the starter I would pick personally. Um, That's not to say he isn't like number two out of the three from that generation. Might even be number two if you combined Gen 1 and Gen 2, for me, anyway. Um, so right now, he's going to have to stay. Syndical is going to have to stay at number two.
1: All right, then. Okay. Oh, oh. by the way, we were naming a bunch of woodland animals before. He's a hedgehog. That's what he is. I don't know
0: why I didn't immediately come to mind. I, I mean, Does he go fast? I guess the, the spiky fire kind of looks like a hedgehog. But the nose does not look like a hedgehog.
1: He's definitely—I mean, he's definitely a composite of different animals. But I specifically say hedgehog okay. because of his spiky back. Like, what clearly, those quillava? are meant to be quills.
0: Yeah, Cinder Quill. Oh yeah, Quill. Cinder Quill. That makes sense. Jesus Christ, that—that's like a Phoenix Down moment, like down feathers. Holy shit. Um, okay it's still gonna stay at two but good point <laughs> um yeah, yeah nathan, it's a I'm little th- victories Hey, you gotta take what you can get nathan i'm gonna throw back to you
2: okay so i'm gonna have to go with one of my favorite pokemons yeah um and this one is named wait i want to make sure i say this right toto dial toto dial
1: totally must be one of your favorite pokemon if you can't even pronounce its name off the bat. one
2: of my favorites um it's very popular because it's got a cool v shape on the front of it and V's for victory yep that's why it's popular yep yep that's why it it has it there because it gets lots of victories um (laughs) it also has five fingers uh which means that it can grasp things i assuming one of those fingers is opposable like a thumb
0: possibly
2: That's very cool. Um, This Pokemon is super cool because it's a crocodile and it will eat people. Mm -hmm. So if you need somebody eaten, you can just put them in front of this Totodile and it will eat them. Yep. Um, Yeah. So for these reasons, I feel like it should go number one.
0: Hmm. Interesting interesting i'm surprised you didn't even bring up like the beloved steve irwin
2: oh i don't know if i wanted to go that far
0: well i mean he's a crocodile so but he got eaten by a crocodile he didn't get eaten by a crocodile he got stabbed by a
2: oh wait uh
0: something poisonous yeah that's right yeah the 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 the, the oh man- a stingray stingray manta ray manta They made
2: a really terrible joke in the South Park movie about it.
0: Yep. That happened. Um, So maybe I hinted at it a little bit earlier, but uh, you're, you know, Cyndaquil not being my number one pick for that generation, there's really only two other options. Uh, It's either Chikorita or Totodile. For that generation. So Totodile is definitely my number one for generation two. Um, So it's definitely going above Cyndaquil. And I got to say, because generation two improved upon everything that generation one was... It's got to go above Squirtle. So I don't know how to copy and paste out of these things, so I'm just going to try it. It's all right. I'm not showing it on st- stream at the moment, so okay. you can figure out everything you need to do.
1: And that I'll show to, it when you're
0: ready. That seemed to work. So Totodile is going to go up to number one for now. Sorry, Cozy.
1: Not a problem. All right. I'll, I'll make my comeback in due time.
0: Okay. Good luck. I'm winning this. We'll see. I'm um, a
2: Pokemon Master.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep, you are. You got it. Uh, Cozy, what is your second pick? Uh, my second pick is... An
1: extremely new addition to the Pokemon mythos. Uh, I am, of course, uh, talking about the Water Duck starter introduced uh, for the Gen 9 games, Pokemon Scarlet and Pokemon Violet, uh, mm-hmm. Quaxly. Quaxly. Now, let's get this out of the way right off the bat. Uh, there have been a number of people on Twitter who have been pointing out how his hair, too, very vaguely looks like Trump. The guy when looks like it, Trump,
2: like he's based on Trump. There's no question about it. People have doctored it up. It looks like it. Mm-hmm. Trunk, <laughs> trunk. Trunk.
1: I mean, I, yep. I'm not even upset that I mispronounce his name. That man can suck the wet fart out of Quaxley's duck ass. You know okay. what I mean? That. Whoa. Okay. The way I see
2: it. Is this the second Pokemon that's designed to look like Trump? Wasn't there one that another one that looked yeah, like there was Trump? Like a, yes. Um, You're referring to uh, from Sword and Shield.
1: Yeah. You're referring to Gumshoes, which I don't really know what the situation is with that one. Like, it's kind of oddly uncanny in that Pokemon's case. But I also, like, I don't know. The Pokemon company has gone on record saying this was, like, not an intentional comparison. But uh, it's just weird. It's too obvious. I don't... Hmm. Sorry.
0: <sighs> no, I was just... You were going to say? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that I see Trump in this duck oh have you seen the she, image
1: wait i'm you're gonna you're gonna, I, somebody's yeah if i can just say my piece on quaxley yes, before may. we Go get to the comparisons talk and to all me all about that. quaxley like here's the thing if you had told me that uh quaxley was the variant of trump from a dimension where everyone is ducks and he's like the good Uh, Trump effectively, his upbringing allowed him to become a good upstanding individual that only is traveling to our dimension so that Trump can suck a wet fart out of his ass. Like, I believe you, this person, this Quaxley is just far too precious for us. He's far too precious for this world, which again, further lends credence to my variant theory. And I think that we all need to drop to our knees and just appreciate this this, beautiful, feathered individual that Game Freak doth bequeathed onto us. Hmm. I can't find the
2: image of him looking like Trump.
1: It's there. It's fine. We don't need to show it. We we don't need to give that uh, trunk any more exposure than he's already gotten over the years. (laughs) Yeah, no thanks. The...
0: Out of the three new starters for Scarlet and Violet. A lot of people seem to pick whatever the cat's name is, something Ito. Yeah, Sprigatito, 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 Sprigatito. Now,
1: I mean, there's the thing about Sprigatito is that there's just a lot more stuff with Sprigatito that you can riff on. Obviously, there's a whole thing about how Sprigatito inevitably is going to evolve into a starter that like looks way more humanoid than cat. And so that's led to a lot of interesting fan art. There's also the fact that it's a grass-type Pokemon. And of course, you know, grass euphemism for weed. There's been a lot of other fan art that's been made of Sprigatito and its evolutions being weed-themed or smoking of weed course. or doing something with weed-based Of course, the internet always has to ruin it. Yep. Uh, I, I totally understand why it... Weirdly, really has become the one that people have riffed on the most. I'm gonna say it, I think that's Frigatito's kind of a lame starter. We had a cat based starter just two generations ago, we don't need yeah. to
0: repeat it so soon. I honestly agree. Um, yeah, I uh, yeah, um, wh- when it comes to Quaxley, um. I think he's actually going to go just above Cyndaquil on our list. That's a good spot for him. Right below right below Squirtle. Yeah. I think that's that's a good fit for good old Quaxley. I think he nailed it. Careful, Mitch. You're doing really good. I think so. I think so. Careful.
1: Hold on, I said I said Mitch. Mitch. Say Nathan. Yeah. My mistake. Careful Nathan. Uh, Quaxley could start sucking the wet fart out of Squirrel's ass if you're not careful.
0: Oh boy. It'd be a shame if that happened. All right. Um, let's do one more here. Um, Nathan. Yes. Let's have one more starter from you at this point.
2: Okay. So for my next starter, sorry, I got to pull my list back up here. We are going to go with another one of my favorite Pokemons. Okay, um, this one is named uh, Solble.
1: Sobble. 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 I was not expecting this one. Um, also, I got to say, there's a real bias towards water type Pokemon uh, in this what? game of Rankim. We've gotten Totodile, Squirtle,
0: Quaxley. Not, not possible. Didn't we just discuss at the beginning at the that water are the best? i don't recall saying that yeah this is Um, a fair and balanced
2: list 100 so sobble is one of my favorite pokemon's because he was my pokemon that came along with my journey in sword or shield one of the two whichever one i played um he's a very cute water pokemon he kind of looks like a tadpole which i think is super cool um which is what i think he's based on um and what I think is super cool is his actual. Uh, I know we said we wouldn't talk about the evolve forms a lot, but I really do think his evolve form Inteleon um, is super cool because mm. he has like a gun that he uses with his fingers. But when he goes to Gigantamax, mm. he's on a sniper thing way okay. up high, and it's completely cool and different than any but- other Giganta Poke- Gigantamax Pokemon
1: the gig the, the, the gigantamax is definitely pretty unique we'll we'll talk about we'll talk about his evolved forms later we'll talk he's about not later. yeah
2: he's he's like he doesn't get bigger but he gets this giant thing in a sniper rifle
1: that's cool i don't have any qualms with that yeah but sobble himself still very
2: cool big big eyes uh because who doesn't love those big eyes look at them it's hard to say no well, to him he's called sobble because he cries yes and yeah he's a water pokemon that makes sense because here's the lore that you don't know do you want to hear the lore that you don't know yeah i want to hear it he has to cry regularly because if he doesn't his eyes dry out it's what helps keeps the moisture in the eyes and if his eyes dry out they just fall right out oh no it's really bad yeah it, it is really bad so from a lore perspective you need to make sure that you do that
1: yeah is this Let's, from Bulbapedia? No. Yeah, he's
0: writing it in now. <laughs> I mean, here's the um, thing. There's
1: some pretty dark stuff in Pokemon. I would not put it past Game Freak to conceive to, a backstory like that for Sobble. Like, if you yeah. told me that was actually real, I would have believed it.
0: Wow. Um, I have no idea if that is real. I don't know if that's an actual Pokedex entry or not. Uh, I did not play sword and shield uh this was unfortunately one generation that i happened to skip Um, i'm just gonna say
2: do you want his eyes to fall out if not he should be at number three or higher
0: um let me look at the list again yeah but Quaxley though that's a tough that's a tough bet who wins enough who wins enough cozy who wins in a fight, Quaxley or Sobble? Just head to head.
1: I mean, you're basically asking me to decide where Nathan's thing goes, and I feel like that's a kind of betrayal no, of I'm trust in this you game. Who wins in a, I'm asking you who wins in a fight, Quaxley so or Sobble. Have, I feel like Quaxley might have access to like a larger move pool that includes like flying-type moves because he's a duck Pokemon. And that might give him more opportunities to more directly hurt Sobble. Uh Um, But obviously, this is all speculative because we don't know what uh, Quaxley's moveset will look like until the game's release. True. And Sobble is a frog. Right? I I think he's like a lizard because Inteleon is like clearly a lizard. He's like a tadpole.
0: More of a tadpole. He's a tadpole. That's what he looks like.
2: He's a tadpole. He's oh, a cute little tadpole. I'm
0: thinking, I'm thinking of Froki for some reason. Yeah, he's... I don't know. Okay. And you don't want his eyes to fall out. I don't want his eyes to fall out, but... Nope. Yep. Yeah, I... I think he's got to go below Quaxley at this point. Like, oh, no. Quaxley is still so full of mystery, and okay. he's still pure. Where Sobble... Not so much. So I'm going to move a Cyndaquil down. Oh, that was the wrong one. Subtle. I think I spelled that right. Uh, Two Bs. Two Two Bs. B's. Two B, like
2: from? From near Automata. near Automata? Or near Automata.
0: Okay, cozy. How how can we get you higher on this list? You got to give me a good starter. It's funny you
1: say that, AJ, because I think I cracked this list uh, uh-huh. right now. The standings are as follow: at number five we have Cyndaquil, number four we have Sobble, three Quaxley. two Squirtle, and one Totodile. Mm -hmm. It occurred to me the top four Pokemon on this list are all water type Pokemon. All four of these water type Pokemon are dominating Cyndaquil, a fire type Pokemon. I didn't know that before. That's crazy. Do I get to the top of this list? I have to pull out a grass type Pokemon because obviously Mm. grass beats water, Uh, which is why my next pick is probably my favorite grass type Pokemon Snivy uh, from Gen 5. Uh, Snivy is, of course, uh, the grass sake Pokemon. Uh, He has access to powerful and cool moves uh, like leafage and bind and I mean, just look at that guy. That is one smug-ass motherfucker. The kind of guy that would watch Quaxley suck the fart out of someone's wet ass and just sit there nodding and waving.
0: Hmm. He is so smug, I bet he thinks he's going to get high up on this list. Interesting. He kind of looks like a jerk. Yeah, like he's like... So somebody who's like overconfident in their abilities to succeed at something. So they think they think they have the, the the ultimate trap card in this Yu-Gi-Oh battle and going to ban- banish everybody else to the Shadow Realm because of it.
1: No, no, no. Oh, I mean, he's oh, no. the kind of individual that only acts smug when he truly knows that he's won. He doesn't mm. attempt to feign any sort of smugness if the game is still in deliberation. He is a wise grass snake Pokemon beyond his years.
0: Unfortunately, I don't think he was wise enough for this for this list. Nah, come on, he's gonna <laughs> go at number six. Ooh.
1: this doesn't make any sense. He this is a of way of to the do natural
0: this. order. Listen, of this fucking Pokemon, this, the science has spoken. This is science.
1: But it's not. It's not the natural science of the Pokemon
0: games. It's science. Because think of it this way. Everybody loves to pick fire because fire is cool. But what can beat fire? The water. Right? So if you want to beat everybody you gotta pick the water if you want to survive but it's so rare for somebody to pick a grass because everybody picks fire the, the logic is there we just have to kind of pull it apart if we really want to like figure out what this list truly needs to be here Okay. There's only there there's there's a correct answer and I think we're getting there. I think we're getting close to it. But who can uh-huh. say? Okay. Who can say? Okay. Yep. Okay. Is it my turn? Yeah. So so far um you know, we we've given three and three for the next two, I'm going to try and get a little bit more specific. We're still going to pick the starter that has to go on this list, but this time we our pit your pitch should be, should actually be on their final evolutions, not their mega evolutions, not their gigantamax, but their their final third evolution in their chain. Show me. Show me. Name the starter and tell me why its final evolution. Is better than even the other ones on this list. Uh, to change it up, Cozy, can you redeem yourself?
1: No, I How do we do? I think I can. I think I can. Um, You know what? I know that I kind of burned myself going with a grass type uh, starter to defeat the dastardly water type starters that currently dominate this list. But as they say, second time's the charm. So let's talk about a little Pokemon by the name of Rowlet. Um, Rowlet, of course, introduced in Gen 7. He was one of the starters that you could be given in the Alola region. Now, Rowlet has always been very popular from day one. People loved him then. People also loved him uh, in Pokemon Legends Arceus. Uh, He's one of those Pokemon that really is sort of kicked off and really just become quite the icon over the course of the past little while. Um, But what's truly exceptional about Rowlet, is that his final evolved form, Deciduei, is real freaking cool. Uh, And not just real freaking cool in the Alola region, but real freaking cool in the Hisui region as well. Um, In the Alolan region, uh, Rowlet ultimately will evolve into Decidui, which is a uh, grass and ghost type Pokemon, which... Competitively, actually gives him a bit of a nice edge because Grass and Flying, while an unusual uh, type combination for a Pokemon starter, does put him quite disadvantaged uh, typing-wise to a lot of other types. Like, for example, Ice-type moves will do four times as much damage against him instead of two times as much damage. Um, Decidueye becoming a Grass and Ghost-type uh, eliminates a lot of these added on uh, weaknesses and gives him some cool new moves and uh, stab bonuses to take advantage of with his ghost taping. And on top of that, he just looks real freaking cool. Um, he is yet uh, another evolved starter form that, you know, looks very kind of humanoid, but he manages to maintain enough of a bestial look that it kind of evens out. Uh, meanwhile, uh, form in the Hisui region is grass fighting type. So once again, gets rid of some of those pesky weaknesses that come up being part flying, flying, uh, and in exchange gains the fighting type and all sorts of cool stab moves that go, uh, hand in hand with that. Uh, for that reason, I think that Rallet, uh, the goodest of good boy owls needs to be held in quite whoo consideration.
0: Hmm. So I was sure going into this, I knew exactly how this list was going to shake up because, you know, I have some opinions, some good takes on how the world, the world should end up. The Pokemon world should end up on this. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, you make quite the pitch. Um, and Decidueye does look pretty cool. Um, a grass ghost is an interesting concept. And grass fighting is another interesting concept, um, depending on the region and, I guess, the, the era that he uh, evolves in. Um, that is a possibility Um, I think because we don't know what Quaxi's final evolution is going to be I think he's got to go at number three
1: I I mean I'm happy that I'm making a little bit of progress it feels so glacial It feels so yeah. glacial.
0: So, Rowlet. ROWLETT, right? Yeah. Yes, I think so. that is correct.
1: Oh, only one T at the end. Okay. Sorry.
0: Perfect number three is Rowlet so far so good now Nathan while while Cozy was talking did you have a chance to do any research on the other final evolutions
2: yes oh I I I know everything I didn't need to do any research I had this all ready to go perfect
0: perfect just checking just making sure making sure we're all on the same page here So, what is your suggestion?
2: My son would kill me if I didn't do this. Okay. So, we're going to put Piplup. I believe I'm saying that right. This is one of his favorite Uh Pokemons, Uh, Piplup. But specifically, we are going to talk about its final form, Empoleon. Ooh, it's a good choice. Which is obviously an emperor, like based on an emperor penguin. Mm-hmm. Hence the Empoleon. Um, what's yep. really cool is that this is a water and steel type. um yeah. What's really interesting is that the water and the steel are constantly at war with with each other. Because I don't know if you know this, but water and steel. Do you know what happens when they go together? They rust. The steel rusts. The steel rusts a hundred percent. And so Empoleon's molecules are constantly at war with each other. Wow. Um, trying to prevent rusting and so what Mm -hmm. he has to do is regularly use this trident on his head i don't know if you can see that trident it's made of a special microfiber which actually helps fix his molecules
1: so he needs to you're saying his trident is not made out of steel as well no it's a special uh it's a special microfiber like a like a Mm. carbon fiber like a steel carbon fiber or something like that i don't know if that's canon i don't know if that's canon um so
2: the special microfiber um it uses to clean its skin and basically prevent it from rusting because at any moment it can completely rust out and if you're in the water that's bad because you're going to drown this is going to sink to the bottom of the ocean yeah so um yeah so it leads a very tragic life at the same time as it keeps itself from rusting, it's actually then able to turn this into something different as it's able to channel that rust into its attacks and then Mm. give the rust to other Pokemons. Okay. So yes, there's my impassioned pitch for Piplup
0: via Empeleon or Empoleon. I'll I'll give you this. It was a pitch. <laughs> um Yeah. I don't know if
2: I don't know if you sold me Also you'll make my son sad if you put piplup low. Uh,
0: I don't I would I could argue given the ones that we have here that he's at the very least like middle of the list not low but middle how's that sound All right. good great i'm thinking i think he needs to go at just under Rowlett. number four i'll take it piplup piplup will go to number four Where's the... There you are. Okay. So, currently, Nathan, you have 31 points, and Cozy, you currently have 21 points. This is to be expected, a- as I am a Pokemon master. Yeah.
1: Of whatever you yes. do in the last round, please convince Nathan to choose
0: a Pokemon that is not watertight. I don't... I don't know. Is that, is that within my power? Is that within my power? It
1: is within your power. Come on, do something.
0: Okay. 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 Nathan. Yes, that's me. I want you to pick a number between one and three. One
2: and three. Um, I assume there's three Pokemon attached to this. Is one of them a water type Pokemon? Perhaps. Okay. I am going to pick number one.
0: Number one. Okay. I need you to tell me why number one Bulbasaur
1: uh, needs to be
0: on this list.
2: Put him at the bottom. He doesn't. He's the worst.
1: Wow. That was... You know wow. That okay.
0: Such venom for Bulbasaur. Put him at the bottom. I mean, if if you want if you want the, the point, the one point, you could
2: make an argument. no, there there is no making it. I, I need to stand by my credibility as a Pokemon master and human being. And if I just said stuff about Bulbasaur that I didn't really believe to be true, uh-huh, um, I don't think that I'd be able to live with myself. okay? I think there's an ethics here that needs to be represented um and bulbasaur should be at the bottom of the list cuz he's just the worst
0: okay okay all right i get i'm uh, sure okay cozy i'm going to have you it's not it's not going to be as obvious the answer here but i'm going to have you also pick a number between 1 and 3 and it can be 1 again if you want i'm going to go with 2 with 2 i need you to tell me why Poplio should be on this list.
1: Poplio. Poplio. Okay, interesting. So, Poplio, of course, was the water starter introduced in Gen 7 uh, alongside our buddy Rowlet. Um, Poplio is interesting because when Poplio was um, first introduced uh, along with Rowlet and uh, the Firecat Pokemon, whose name eludes me, um, there were a lot of people that were not super down Litten. with Poplio's design. Linton. Linton, that's correct.
2: A true Pokemon um, master would know that.
1: There are like over 900 of them, Nathan. You cut me a little bit of slack, all right? Um, Poplio Not Pop Leo. immediately very popular because people thought that it just looked kind of weird. I think... I'm going to go out on a limb here and say I think people didn't like him because of the vaguely clown-like motif that he has. It's a little unsettling. A lot of people don't love clowns. A lot of people are fearful of them. And I think that fearfulness kind of uh, fed into the discourse of people not liking him. Um, But lo and behold, I think that Popula is actually a pretty solid starter um, in the kind of game itself. Uh, you know, Alola is, of course, uh, an island chain, unlike many of the other Pokemon regions, which are just a giant landmass. And so when you have a region that is like 90 percent water, who's going to be the most dominant? Why? It's going to be the water Pokemon like Popplio. Uh, on top of that, uh, Poplio's final evolved form, uh, Primarina, is quite the butte. Uh, it definitely... Uh, evokes, again, much like Decidueye, it's a great example of a Pokemon that leans a little bit more into that kind of anthropomorphic edge, but not so much that it just basically becomes a human with, po- uh, I, I'm a human with like Pokemon-ish features. It still kind of maintains that kind of beastly edge that you would hope that all Pokemon would maintain. Uh, overall, you know, to me, Popplio is low-key real great. I think it got unfairly maligned at the time of its release, and I think that it stands above many of its peers in the Alola region, is a master of the seas, and a master of its entire region.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I identify with a lot of the things you said there. Um, I... I, for one, have a soft spot in my heart for Popplio. Um I think Poplio got the short end of a stick. Um, I think... I think the kind of clown-looking stuff is, like, pretty lame. Um, and I also kind of think, like, the final evolution of Primarina is kind of lame as well. But... Paplio 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 just seems like a good dude. Paplio's a good a you know, it sure there could be a you could talk about what is it? The the Litten, the yeah, the The Fire cat. Fire cat that ev- evolves into that smash character or whatever. Incineroar. Incineroar, yeah. that's it. But like But Paplio. Better than How about a...
2: me pulling all these things out? Cap. Huh? How about me yeah, pulling all these Pokemon go, names I, I, I knew, out? I, I knew, Good job.
1: I, I knew Incineroar right off the bat as well. You just said it first. You, 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 you take... But you didn't know Litten. Of course. Again, of course, Cozy. Over 900 Pokemon. <laughs> so.
2: I think the very obvious Pokemon fan is very obvious here.
1: Yeah. Oh, really? Do you know who Ursaring evolves into, Nathan? Ursa ring, Ursa yeah. Major ring. Ooh, close You're... but no cigar. It's close. Ursa Luna. Oh, I wasn't that far.
0: Yeah, not that far mm. off. Good job, Nathan. Yeah, thank you. Okay, so with okay, so Poplio, I don't think is as cool as your argument for mm Hmm um and as such i think poplio because poplio's poplio needs to go right below rowlet and i think that's where he will find his home on this list hmm i
2: tried my best Did anybody notice this list is really water heavy?
1: No, nobody else noticed it. You're the first one to notice it, Nathan. You might truly be the Pokemon master you
0: claim to be. The science checks out here. Yeah, I agree. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Okay, so, so far, currently, we're almost done. From the bottom to the top, we've got Bulbasaur, as submitted by Nathan. Snivy, or Snivy, as submitted by Cozy. Cyndaquil, submitted by Cozy. Sobble, submitted by Nathan. Cozy said Quaxly. Nathan said Piplup. Cozy said Popplio. Cozy said Rowlet. Nathan said Squirtle. And Nathan said Totodile. So, of course, there are a lot more uh, of the three main starters that we didn't get to. However, for this final round, we need to figure out where Pikachu's going and where Eevee's going. Now. Cozy, you are currently in second place. So Mm -hmm. I need you to pick odd or even this
1: is even. like a heads
0: or tails even okay so I'm gonna roll a die and if it's uneven, you get to pick if it lands on odd an odd number Nathan gets to pick alright okay Give it a sec. I had to use my Google thing, and it might be. Oh, you're accessing the bypass. 16. Even.
1: Even. 16. I win, which means that I am going with a most even Pokemon, EV. Ooh. Okay. Yeah, so here's the thing. Right off the bat, I knew that if I won this quick uh, coin toss, I would want to go with Eevee over Pikachu because I learned the hard way last time around uh, not to go with a Pokemon that has a uh, natural um, typing advantage over water type Pokemon. Um, Sure. Let's just talk about Eevee. Let's just talk about the cutie pie that is this normal Pokemon. Um, yep. A lot of people will tell you about how great Eevee's various evolutions are and make no mistake, they're all great. Umbreon, Espeon, Vaporeon, Jolteon, Flareon, Leafeon, Glaceon, and Sylveon. I hope, Nathan, that you took note of all those evolutions. I was able to note being the Pokemon master that I am. Um, mm. However, Eevee himself on his own, is just a good-ass good boy. Uh, he has ad- access to a whole variety of different moves from Shadow Wall to Dig to Double Edge to just so much uh, using powerful uh, moves like... Uh, For example, uh, Stored Power, which is a Psychic-type move that uh, raises in strength with each of his stats raised, he can actually become quite the competitive force. There were actually some strategies uh, that were employed back during the Gen 7 days that used him to great effect uh, in the actual kind of competitive scene. And ultimately, he's just one of those Pokemon that, you know, much like Cyndaquil, you just sort of want to uh, cuddle up, take into your arms, just, you know slowly hold him around and think wistfully about your life and about this beautiful creature that you have in your arms. But the moment that danger approaches, you know that you can rely on him to take care
0: of business. Yeah, that's a good point. Very good point. Hmm, I'm looking at this list. I think... I think because because of all the options that you have when you pick Eevee, of all the evolutions, personally, I I really like Umbreon. Uh, Umbreon's a good choice, in my opinion. I like I like the dark type, um, but the fact that anybody could get the chance to to do that to 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 pick the, pick the the type that they want, that they wanted to build towards. If there's a gap in their team that they've already grown attached to, they could take an Eevee and make it the one that would complete their entire team. So I think Eevee needs to go in at number three above Rowlet. i think that's i think that makes sense
1: man nothing could beat those top two water Type pokemon
0: it's weird it is yeah, like the science on this is you know it's possibly unbelievable this, just how, this is just how it works out sometimes oh no cozy's um, in the lead yeah just gonna get that not a problem then evie goes here at number three okay nathan unfortunately you uh you kind of got stuck with odd there so now i need to know why the most iconic pokemon in the world the one that everybody knows and loves is one of the best st- starters for this list
2: well i'd like to start off with um a passage from a famous poet sure Great. i don't know if, i don't know if you're familiar with this poet his name is um uh, i believe it's ashimamum ketchum
0: uh um, oh, yep. i'm familiar with Ashimam.
2: Yep, Um, and so this Uh, is part of a passage. So it's not like the entire thing.
0: Um, Real
1: concern for a second there. You were going to say Ryan Reynolds. Pokemon's (laughs) got to catch
2: them all. Pikachu, Pokemon's catch them all. It's you and me. I know it's my destiny. Pokemon, oh, you're my best friend.
1: In a world we must defend. I'm pretty sure Ash Ketchum did not like sing the theme song to the pokemon anime
2: you don't know this
1: um so um
2: and it maybe it's canon that i'm saying it is um anyways so we are talking about pokemon and when you think about pokemon it's intrinsically tied to the anime itself and there's no question about that and who is that starter in that show it's Pikachu. And not only is Pikachu the starter in that show, it's his very first Pokemon. It um, it gets mentioned in the theme song, but then let's back this up a little, even a little bit further. Pikachu was so iconic that they gave him his own game in Pokemon Yellow. No other Pokemon starter was able to, or Pokemon was able to get a game and come back as a starter of that main game
1: let's go evie
2: that doesn't count that's not in the main <laughs> generations um Why also not? evie's not in the theme song is he oh also what about magikarp jump huh um so pikachu without question should actually be number one and i know i'm very partial towards squirtle myself and totally Totodile, one of my favorites. Totodile, I believe I'm saying that, right? Pokemon Legends Arceus.
1: Pokemon um, Legends Arceus, another Pokemon that got a game all to himself. He's not a starter Um, in that game. uh, But
2: Pikachu he- should be at number one. And it's not even like a question. If uh. we put a list on the internet of our top ranked starters and we didn't put Pikachu at number one, the entire internet might blow up. Twitter would die. If we don't do this, Twitter's going to die, AJ. Do you want Twitter to die? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, well, kind of. Yeah, kind of. Lame. That didn't work in my favor. Um, um... Anyways, Pikachu
0: should be at number one. That's all I'm saying. Pikachu is the most iconic Pokemon out there, and everybody knows and loves Pikachu. Sometimes I feel like the world is just oversaturated with Pikachu. Pikachu in general, great Pokémon. Falls into Raichu, Alolan well, Raichu. Well, he doesn't if want to want.
2: evolve into Raichu.
0: Yeah, not in the not in the show, not that specific Pikachu. But, some Pikachu, gets, sometimes Pikachu has to evolve. Just like sometimes an Eevee has to evolve. And it takes a stone to do it. So, your argument of, do I want the internet to explode? I think I have to be the evolution I want to see in the world, Nathan. I think I, I have to have a couple of Thunderstones of my own to do what's right and put Pikachu in his place. Off the list at number 12.
1: Yes! Yes! I did it! I just very, very barely managed to defeat Nathan's army of watertight Pokemon
0: and Pikachu, and claim victory. Amazing, well fought, Cozy. It Wait was a not Hold looking on. good for you there, but you pulled it, it through in the end. Shouldn't it be twenty nine to twenty seven? There we Weird go. How that happened. Yeah, something something yeah. went fucky there.
1: I was going to say, I'm, I'm happy that I won, but I didn't want it to be, like, an unfairly disproportionate victory.
0: Because I am fairness, a humble
1: person and a Pokemon master. That was way closer than it should have been for you. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, the best
0: battles are the ones that are hard fought. Sometimes, you know what? This is how the points just happen to work out sometimes. So, unfortunately um so just kind of going over our our top 10 list here uh number 10 is Snivy number nine is Cyndaquil number eight is Sobble number seven is Quaxly number six is Piplup number five is Popplio number four is Rowlet number three is Eevee number two is Squirtle and number one is the best boy of all generations, Mister Totodile. Congrats, everybody, for Hooray. listening this far. I don't know how you did it. <laughs> Somehow.
1: I'd like Somehow. to think
0: that I have something to do with it. Yeah, maybe. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. All I know is, uh, I think, I think, I think you guys made a mistake by putting me in charge of that list. So. Yeah. Any uh any any closing thoughts that you'd like to uh, uh share before we wrap up the show here?
1: No. Uh, I'm hoping that Pokémon We did not actually talk all that much about Pokemon Scarlet and Violet themselves. I'm very shocked that uh, the Pokemon company has unveiled a new mainline Pokemon game this early. I said ahead of time I didn't want them to do so uh, because I want them to really kind of take their time to really kind of refine the serious formula and come back uh, stronger than ever. Uh, Alas, uh, this is what they're doing. And I uh, wish the games the best. I'll, of course, be checking them out, but I can't say I'm as excited as I could be.
0: How about you, Nathan? Um not, about, not just about Pokemon, but just in general.
2: I've nothing to say about Pokemon anymore. I'm out talked on Pokemon. My bullshit okay. meter for Pokemon's out my mouth. Just, <laughs> um but I said last week I'd be watching the finale of Peacemaker. I watched the finale yep. of Peacemaker. It's the best show of this year. I haven't even seen the rest <laughs> of the shows this year. Peacemaker is the best show, uh the best show that you can watch this year. Go watch it if you haven't watched it. Also Have
0: you watched have you watched The Legends of Vox Machina on Amazon Prime? That does not sound like something that I've done. No. You should consider doing that. It's a very good show. Okay. Anyway, you were going to say something? Peacemaker, still be one. Mm. Please,
2: please uh, give me a subscribe on the underscore nmac on Twitch. I'd really love to have uh, followers and to be able to get my count up um, a bit quicker. Um, so yep. if you've enjoyed any of the content I've given to you over the past two years... It's been two years. Yeah. Two years. Um, yes. Yeah. Uh, please uh, just give me a follow there. Um, I don't have a lot of followers right now and I do want to get that up and running off the ground. So, um, yeah, I'd appreciate
1: it. Thank you so much. Speaking yeah. of followers and the content that you've been on, Nathan, uh, you appeared on a certain podcast not too long ago. That's not press YZ. Oh,
2: yeah. yes. I was in a podcast yesterday. Um yeah. I I should plug them. Uh Xbox A. Uh
0: believe it or not, I was on an Xbox podcast. Can you believe that, AJ? What? Yep. The the PS4 guy. The guy who sometimes does reviews for PS4blog.net. Actually, maybe I should announce I've stopped doing that as well. Oh, congrats. How come?
2: Too busy? Um, a busy burnt out. Fair. Um, I've been doing it for almost 10 years for that site. Um, oh and wow, I, wow, yeah, I, I love the that. people there. I've been doing it since like 2013. Um, I love the people the past year and a half, two years. Um, unfortunately, for me, it wasn't fun anymore. Um, yeah, and it's nothing against them. I got a lot of uh, good experience out of it. Um, but between my job ramping up with uh, the new role I've taken earlier this year. Um, and wanting to focus on the podcast and streaming specifically, I um, uh, I I basically stopped doing that. So, um, but yeah, no, uh, what was I saying? So, yeah, so I was on an Xbox podcast, we discussed, uh, it was so it's Xbox A, if you're not familiar, Court, who's a friend of the show and has been on the show. That's
0: Xbox E-H.
2: Yeah, Xbox A. I know when I first heard, I thought it was Xbox and the letter A and I didn't get it. But it's a Canadian Xbox podcast. Really worth your time listening to. Uh, Both Matt uh, and Court are two of the hardest working guys. I know they put out regular video content as well as do a weekly podcast. Uh, They have a daily video that goes up. Um, so they're worth checking out. Uh, both very, very great. I know Matt's going to be streaming WWE TK20 on his channel, which he's trying to get up and running as well. Um, but we discussed streaming services or subscription services and Forza, uh, which is kind of why I was on the show, uh, for their series five update that's coming up, which I'll probably discuss next week once I get a chance to actually play it. Um, but yeah, it was a great episode. Check those guys out. Give them a follow. Uh, they are worth it. A great, gr- a great group of guys. They've had some really good yeah. podcasts and uh, a lot of great guests. So
0: Yeah, court, Court's part of that, right? Court, yes. Court L- Lalonde. Yeah. Court
2: Lalonde and um, uh, Matt from Assemble. So he does yeah. a lot court, of uh, comic content as well.
0: Court was on our show um, a few months back at this point. Uh,
2: yeah, I think it was late yep. December or early January.
0: So, he came somewhere on? around there yep. yeah, yeah yeah yeah
1: we were talking and about and he, forza
0: we were talking about halo Yep. yeah and he was also on the 12-hour live stream as well he played yep. golf yeah he did pop in there for for a little bit yep and played uh some of that golf game with us
2: Yes. So, uh yeah yeah so he's a great guy just give him a give him a follow there do great work um yeah i can't speak highly enough i like honestly with the gumption and motivation that both of those two gentlemen have um dwarf like i can only hope i can have an ounce of what they're able to put together
0: Yeah. Oh, oh, sorry i'm getting sleepy cozy i i noticed uh on our uh shared screen here uh that you're sharing with us um were you were you on a podcast yourself at some point uh- Yes, I appeared on
1: the gaming podcast Respawning Fire uh, to talk a little bit about Quantum Break. Uh, You might recall how, uh, not last month, but the month before that in January, I played through this game. And so I came on uh, this podcast to talk about it with Chad and Adam. Uh, We had a great time, uh, and it was a relatively short cast at about an hour or so. So if you wanted to hear uh, more extensive thoughts on. Uh, quantum break than what i shared on the podcast uh, back in january uh, go and check it out Uh, and also for whatever reason uh, my camera was ever so slightly tilted uh, during the recording of this episode not to an egregious degree but if watching the podcast you feel like you're getting a little bit drunk don't worry you're not getting drunk it's just that my camera is tilted
0: i mean you might still be getting drunk but that won't be the reason exactly yeah all right um yeah so i think that's gonna do it um thanks cozy thanks nathan and uh thank you for tuning in to press yyz if you enjoyed this broadcast be sure to follow us on twitch subscribe to us on youtube and rate and review us on apple podcasts you can also check us out on twitter at press yyz and slide into our discord at invite.gg slash press yyz to keep the conversation going Until next time, stand with Ukraine.